Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony. I hope that you all had a wonderful week and that you have all enjoyed it and God has been able to be blessing you and putting um, guidance in your life so that you can continue to get through this mess that we have here going on. But we'll start off with going through some of the news and then hopefully finish up here in a little bit. And it has been a week of weirdness, right? We, we are finally getting to where McCarthy has been putting out a proposal for raising the debt ceiling and um, budget cuts. Now, the House has the power of the person. Anyone that re reads the Constitution knows that there's actually no need for any other part of the government besides the House to actually pass a um, budget because that is holding of the house but you know we've gotten away from that and they like to pass other laws in it and that's why it's a bill that is today now we really should get back to just doing it the way the house um, is in control of it because that and the reason why it was that way is because they're the closest to the people and the people have the say there of each representative if their representatives actually represented their constituency um, so far, that seems to be not to be the case. They'll go off and do whatever they please as soon as they get into the Congress. But, you know, as a negotiating ta tactic, I think that McCarthy did not go about it the right way. And he's delaying and delaying, hoping to get a deal done without actually putting anything on the table to do that. Now, the, the Democrats... You know, Biden came out with something a few weeks ago of here's the budget and just raised the debt ceiling. And he's expecting McCarthy to cave, which, you know, history shows that Republicans don't know how to um, actually actually, you know, have a backbone and stick up to what they actually believe in. So and actually what they want. So, you know, I have very. I'm very skeptical of what's going to happen here, right? The Republicans don't have a history of doing the right thing. And that's just kind of the way it's been for many years. You've seen, you know, there's no no filibuster in the last ominous bill right before the election um, in 2022 here. And so you get the sense that this is just a, hey, we'll do this and we'll raise the debt ceiling. And so McCarthy's proposal is $1.5 trillion added to the debt ceiling, along with $4 trillion in cuts. You know, we're cutting $4 trillion. We still can't have a balanced budget or anything else. That's kind of where we're at. And we need to get to the point where we just are like, no, it is going to be balanced. I don't care what you have to cut. We're going to balance it. And then it, we actually have to go on a reduction spree. The American taxpayer is... Um, getting tapped out is frustrated and I don't think anybody in Washington actually understands that you know the best thing about this is that we're all starting to get a dose of reality I've heard from more people more friends and everything else that this is now coming down to the where they got friends and family that are getting you know their paycheck and they're starting to know about taxes more and more and you know, and diving into this. And this has been a great tool. That This is why I want a huge proponent of a sales tax, right? Uh, if you own a home or own land or paying a mortgage or whatever else, trying to own it. <laughs> In this economy, we're all trying to do stuff. Um, 
but you have property taxes and you have everything else and you get to see that bottom line of a lot of these taxes that come up but if you rent that's a lot of hidden stuff that you may be missing and this is one thing why if you had a national sales tax get rid of the income tax move to the national sales tax and then you know i think you actually have to move to actually getting this trimmed down a lot more from a national sales tax go to just a tariff and do it a very you can actually lower that sales tax down to you know very low and keep the prices you know adjustable yeah if you have a spreading spree or you know something you need to fund representatives everything could then vote for that and say we want to raise in that tax senate pass it whatever if you want to do that so that you had the money in the budget or money in the coffers i should say not the budget to then spend it on other things if let's say the tariffs are not bringing enough into the u.s coffers remember all this money is the united states citizen it isn't foreign aid it isn't like that you know if you want to go support foreign aid that should be coming out of that citizen's pocket not out of the united states citizens coffers right those coffers are for the united states people not for ukraine or anything else and you know you, you start looking at this and there's a whole bunch of foreign aid stuff coming out and you're starting to pay attention and you get to a point where somebody said so how much is a wall i said well let's say you built the wall i think trump said like 25 billion okay well that's one quarter of ukraine so we're spending money on ukraine and let me get this straight spending money in ukraine because you claim russia invaded it if i and the reason why i say you claim is because you also claim that there's no need to have a border at the southern um or anywhere in the united states but no southern border so people can just cross freely on there so wouldn't that be the same thing as russia just crossing freely into ukraine and these are things that you think about and you just break it down and where does your logic break down and you start asking these questions and they just can't answer which is a good thing that we can ask questions and that we can get them to be stumped now it's not our job to try to correct them or anything else because they're not going to be corrected these people that think this way will not just all of a sudden believe and look at things in our light but i do believe that if we ask the questions and that we get the information out there and put that into their hands what will happen then is that eventually it'll start clicking in their brain and that they'll want to actually go and do their research you know maybe they actually want to go back and re read the constitution you know and i think the next step is not just the 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 constitution the government and everything else but get back to basics in the bible and that's one thing where when we continue to look at this the bible is a main instrument in I think everyone's lives right in the most people lives you know it's the most old book ever and ever you know everyone's come across it right jesus christ has been amazing at being able and we're seeing more revivals too at bringing people and seeing what it is you know you have all these healings that are happening now these revivals that have been happening i've been seeing more and more stuff of this online and these are things that if we were to get back to the basics i think that we'd have a much better government right we're not supposed to have a government of 
these crazy people trying to control us, right? We have a government of the people. And from there, of the people, what we do is that we move into the um, of way of, you know, Romans 13, that would be the government of the people. The government is not of, you know, the government. You're, not, you know, you're paying to Caesar what is Caesar's. But in this instance of how our government is created, is actually not a government of of them it is a government of us and we have to remember that as we do this and if we read the bible and put that in our forefront and then we're able to actually get back to the way the founding fathers wanted it where it's the separation of the state from the church but this church needs to be in the state so that we have those that foundation as we go through it and look at everything in the uh, you know, as we pass everything, we're looking through that lens of the Bible and having that backbone. We really need to see that to come to fruition here at some point. And I think it's going to. I think that that tide is starting to turn. If you were to start taking a look at this and the government was able to do this now with the budget and everything else, the debt ceiling, maybe you do have an increase, but you have a stance of, hey, this is being passed. This is what we're doing. You know, this is a time to actually correct things. You have that opportunity to say, you know, Biden wants to say these need to be two separate issues. You say, no, not only that, you know, we have to, it will be a completely balanced budget once we get done with this and increase the debt uh, ceiling, but we will also, we're going to have a 10% cut and the income tax is going to be replaced by a sales tax. You do all of that, and all of a sudden, your negotiating power is going to be a much different place. And I hope that uh, McCarthy would have the uh, foresight to be able to do something like that. I have no faith, though, in the Republican Party as a whole to be able to do this. We've seen Ronda McDaniel, now the RNC chair, person and she was making four hundred thousand dollars a year can somebody explain to me how a loser like that is making that much money and everyone's okay with it and no one's causing a ruckus great question i i you know another thing is the little white house now that's here in ripple wisconsin where the republican party is said to have started from and that historical site was um, moved, which means it's no longer a historical site, excuse me there, and it now can be destroyed. Where was the RNC on this? And if no one from, from what I'm hearing is no one in that area knew it was happening, how did this get passed off? Because it's a historical site, so you're not supposed to be able to move, touch, or do anything else. But now this building can be destroyed. They're literally trying to destroy all these monuments and everything else to um, the liberal side to basically try to erase history. But all it's going to do is repeat history. You know, maybe the RNC did know something. I don't know in this little White House area, but one thing I do know is that they know about the Ronda McDaniel, yeah, Ronda McDonald, uh, Ronda McDaniel thing of her not doing her job and still increasing her pay. Man, those donors must be nice. Republicans want the money. That's what they want. 
Democrats want power. And what, as Sundance always says from the conservatory, I'll go check them out if you haven't already, is that Democrats use money to get power and Republicans use power to get money. So now you know why the finance laws and campaigning is crazy on the Republicans and the people pouring in money to them. And now you also know why Democrats use their money to get power and then to keep it. It's just a circle and they're both on the same side because they don't seem to actually stand in the middle and actually look at what their voters are. They are so worried about how much money they are bringing in and since we are not mega millionaire donors, guess what happens? We don't get a say. Now, I'm saying all this not to frighten you or anything else or scare you off, but I'm saying it because we need to be informed. And, and in saying all this, I do think that this is going to have a really big turnaround here. I do think that what is going to happen is that God is going to start using his people and everything else, and there's going to be a change in what is coming. There is something coming down the pipe that God has that is going to be a shock to our systems. Now, if you're already expecting that there's going to be a shock to your system, it's not, it might not be a shock. You might be excited. I hope you are, because I'm excited about what's going to happen. I don't know everything. I just know I there is going to be a change of the guard. There's going to be a major swing, and people will have be held accountable. We won't have to wait until deaths and everything else and of cleaning out because one thing that you happen right is that people are groomed in congress to continue the same playbook over and over again you look at aoc right her campaign finance laws are just she was found oh yeah there might be some things in the squad was found before this and they all get off there's no there's no accountability. You can just insider trade and everything else if you're in Congress. You can be on committees, know what bills are coming up, and then trade based upon that. And as you pass bills, guess what that does to the stock? Then you sell the stock and you make a whole bunch of money. You can do options and puts too that way. It's just a shame of what it has come to. But this is what it is. And for those of us that sometimes get... Uh, a little bit pessimistic on things is that there comes a time where you know when they die they're gonna have to answer the uh, God anyways right God it's going to have questions for you of what you did right are you did you do what is needed to get into heaven did, did you believe in him did you follow Jesus Christ to get into heaven or did you go around and listen to the devil what he decided to do or what he wanted you to do one thing that was interesting I was looking at things today and um, somebody sent me uh, memes and I was going through memes and one said you know demons use they them in the Bible if you look it up it's crazy and we've had this thing with Bud Light and this transgenderism everything going through here which is just a uh, another biblical, um, you know, thing that God speaks out against, right? And 
I, we touched on this last week, if you guys haven't listened to the last week's episode already. But you, when you have this sort of thing that you don't have biblical values based in what what the Bible says and what God says, then you get these distortions of what's going on. Now, I do pray that these people come back to God. Because at some point, you do hope that some of these will help you know, join forces and repent on their ways and realize, you know, Jesus is the way so that they kind of correct and move in that direction because that that's, a, you know, another body and what we're all fighting for. You know, I pray that there would be this, would be this huge revival and people will come back. I can be disgruntled with who they are currently today and what they're doing, but I also hope and pray that they will come back to and get to know Jesus Christ for what he is, right? There's a big difference of just sitting there and not, you know, you have um, all these things that are going on with Bud Light and everything else and supporting this distortion of reality. All this is, is trying to distort realities, trying to normalize a fiction, a pretend storyline. And people, I don't, people i think are just willing to just be okay with the distorted reality they want to live in there and you know i get people want to you know exit reality but living it at 24 7 is not it's going to be healthy there is a mental issue there and we have to take care of it come on i mean the biden's nuclear guy that was doing all the luggage what was that crazy guy's name i don't remember but maybe somebody will email me or post it that guy avoided jail time from stealing all that luggage, but he was required to do a like psych evaluation or get help, seek mental help. Yeah, these are all mental disorders. They need to be dealt with. They need to be helped. Um, we've we've gone so far away from just doing things and having and focus and allowing the Lord to heal and the Lord to intervene. And we're going to allowing our human nature to lead and being okay with things. And that's just not, that's just getting us further and further away from what we're trying to get to. So we have to put that in. And I do want to say here too, let's jump over to these um, economy a little bit of where we're at. We, we're seeing more and more layoffs happening. So ESPN is now cutting um, Disney's cutting some of ESPN. There's uh, 7,000 employees there. Uh, Facebook, Meta, has another huge layoff coming, another 4,000. That's the third layoff already in the last less than six months, right? Um, there is a huge economic adjustment coming. You have U.S. is subsidizing high-risk home buyers at the cost of those with good credit. We're seeing socialized stuff. There was something else where, uh, oh, um, electrical in California was going to, they're proposing something where it's going to be income-based pay. So you have the higher income subsidizing the lower incomes. You know that this is all socialized stuff. Once you go that route, you will start seeing a huge um, issue where people will stop at a certain income just to avoid more and more payments or move out of the state. 
and we've already seen exodus from new york california and all of this and you're just trying to accelerate it um this is this is not the american way everyone has the freedom to do whatever they want as long as it doesn't affect somebody else right freedom speech freedom, religion all that stuff what they don't have though is to steal from other people and that's what income tax is that's what these programs are is that they're stealing from certain people and giving to others why is it once you get on food stamps that you stop making a certain amount of income it's all because that as soon as you make over that income you stop receiving food stamps we have to realize this and we have to combat it where's the church in all of this where is the church as I started, you know, talking about the speaker and everything else, and then I went into um, economy and everywhere, we're missing the one thing is the church and all this is missing. It's, um, it's very disappointing to see where they've been, but I will say this. I think that we're in a momentum swing going into this and we're going to see a, an adjustment overall we're going to get god back into things we're going to get this back on track i don't know if the republican party is going to be that part going able to go through and move in the right direction i don't know if it's something else or what it is but there will be an adjustment being made here there will be an adjustment to where we're going, and God is going to be guiding us. You know, I was listening to um, Hank um, Kuhneman, and he was saying that, you know, you look at John the Baptist. He confronted the leaders of the time. You look at Jesus. He confronted the leaders of the time of what they were doing wrong. In fact, John the Baptist was killed because of what he said to the leaders of what they were doing wrong. So you, you get through and you see of where we are. And we have to be that. I I am, you know, told my representatives and senators of my mind. Maybe more, more than what um, they uh, asked for. But they are my representatives. They are my senators. I have governors, all that other stuff. I have spoken my mind. I speak my mind here on this podcast. And I hope that you find enjoyment and information in it but where's the church in this teaching everybody else the church should be an integral part not just in your life with you know teaching you about jesus and you know getting you to an understanding of the bible and creating that dive deep into your faith but they should also be in the community helping out the community helping out the uh, the politics side of making sure that there is a investment in every part of the community politics you know the homeless everything because I think that the church can be very powerful this 501c3 I was talking to a friend last night and she he was talking and going yeah the 501c3 they all seem to be set up with more money I said yeah, yeah this is stuff I was talking about 10 years ago with people it's just now hitting mainstream. 
Lyndon B. Johnson. I have the B stands for something for me, but this is a family friendly show, and so I will keep it that way. He did the 501c3. That was a way to make sure that the churches were underneath the control of the government. Do they have direct control? No. But they have the control. We will pull your 501c3 if you decide to speak out in a way we don't like. Because they can pull that. Churches should not be worried about that. Churches should just be able to go forth and do it. I think that the churches would actually be able to break up this monopoly on political parties if they were able to do it. Because they get people out to vote. They'd actually have the independence. You start to go back to what George Washington said, where parties would, are the cancer and parties are, are not what you want. You put that out there, you have, you'd have multiple independent candidates go out and the churches would be able to, you know, preach and show um, why a candidate is good. You know, where they're biblical based, where, what do they believe in? And you start getting rid of these issues that are so humanly and emotionally driven and you start doing it based upon your faith and your guidance by God. And I think that if we were to be able to get back to that, that would be one beautiful thing to see. Beautiful. I, I would say, you know, getting God back into government would be awesome. And the church is doing that. I think we're at the start of this. I think we're seeing this revival is the start. And when, as God continues to move through and we see, still see these amazing healings, we will be able to see more and more of where we're going. So with that here, I want to end on this, is that the GOP, I've been really thinking about the RNC, Republican National Committee. Um, I've gone back and forth and if I want to join, if I don't, you know, I've also thought about, hey, do I, you know, join the Democrats? The only problem is that my views don't really align with any of them. But so where do you start to change things? And I've started, you know, talking to people is one thing. But is it, are we going to have a two-party system forever? I don't think that's the case. I think that there's, I think that Republicans and Democrats want a two-party system forever, but I don't think that that's going to be the case forever. I think what's it's going to come down to for me is that is the Republican Party going to go to the views of that they were founded on, go back to that Christianity view, stand firm in that view. Are the Democrats going to go back to, you know, I mean, they were for freedoms and stuff before, you know, uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., he was a Catholic, right? Are you going to go back to that system? Or are we going to get keep going down the road of these parties being driven by emotion rather than facts, rather than true biblical guidance. Now, I know somebody that runs a county chair in the RNC, and I think that he's very biblically based. Uh, so there is hope. There is hope out there. Is that hope going to be a something that's going to come to fruition here? You know, maybe I should join my local party just to try to shake things up a little bit. I don't know how they're all going to react, but from my understanding of how this all works, and this isn't from a friend, this is from 
other people I know is that and looking at things is that it's more of a case of we're going to do what's ever right in the RNC, not whatever right in the Bible. Well, you can say, yeah, that's a good thing. I said that that's a bad thing. You want to do what's right in the eyes of God, always. What's right in the, you know, what you've learned in the Bible, everything. Do what is right, always. Don't go through and do what's best for RNC, whatever else, because that's not going to get you nowhere. That's going to get you, you know, and, and I said this a couple podcasts ago, I think. I said, I want to, when I, I have to make decisions on what God is going to think of me, not what's going on uh, in the current situation. Because if I do what's in the current situation and that doesn't align with God, I've just made a bad decision. And I've just gone against what God's called me to do, which is to make the right decision and just try, try to change things. He wants me to be a force of good, not a force of evil. And we have to make sure that we're doing the forces of good when we're doing things. And I encourage you all to do the same. I have to say, I've really enjoyed this podcast. And hopefully that you've all enjoyed it well. I want to say thank you for listening as well. Hopefully that you didn't hear too much rain, too many others. I recorded this by car. It's a busy day. It's been a busy week. Um, so I appreciate you uh, bearing with me in this recording. And I want to say thank you for listening to Way For You Flies. I'm praying for everyone out there. Until next time, God bless.